What's up, guys? It's the host with the most. Don't mean to brag. Don't mean to boast. It's Johnny B back, and we got Sir Johnny B fucking back. Yeah, I'd be back because we we we've been missing for a bit. We've been MIA for like a good couple, like almost a month actually. They don't know that. Yeah, they do. Nah, they pay attention. I don't. You can't. You I can't, mean, you can't fuck with our audience. <laughs> so Johnny B back, and we're here with Sir Rokey. And sir, barely here. Holy shit, Gus the intern. Yeah, I admit it was a fucking struggle getting here in the first place. Gus the dude, I, intern. Gus the burp intern. Dude, oh my god, I never thought I'd actually make it back here. So, um, today's topic of discussion that we have for you guys today is best comedic actors, and I feel like that's a really good topic to take over right now. But um, yeah. So how how's everybody been? <laughs> We're, we're allowed to be loud now. Fucking, fucking busy. Yeah. Super busy. All mm-hmm. three of us. All two of us. All two of us. <laughs> all two, yeah, all two of us. I can't speak for Gus, but all, all two of us. Yeah. So, real quick story. Uh, today was a bit of a hellacious way to start, because apparently, you know, as usual, I, we know Gus is never fucking ready oh. for anything, but he was, like, fucking extra good at it today. Like, he, he like, fucking, if sleeping in was, like, a fucking sport. sport, Gus would have, have a, a gold fucking medal. gold medal every fucking day for the rest of his life. <laughs> and I thought I was bad at sleeping, too. Yeah, no, fuck that. He's fucking terrible. He'll fucking sleep in, and he'll sleep, he'll sleep through a fucking earthquake. He'll well, fucking sleep through anything. Which I've, I've well, done I mean, before, okay, but you could sleep right. through the annihilation of California. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I, I set up my alarm, but I didn't wake up the first time, which I should have. I called you, like, seven times. <laughs> We knocked on the door. Oh, I knocked, knocked on, on the door <laughs> twice. You could have rang the doorbell. I rang the doorbell three times. Yes. Oh, my God. My brother sleeps in the living room. You want to talk about somebody who, who sleeps through anything? It's my damn brother. I, Holy I, shit. We're not talking you, about your brother. We're talking about no, you. No, no but, I know. But if, like, had he heard noises, he would have been like, Tavo, someone's at the door for you. <laughs> no. But, no, he's got to sleep through a fucking anything hey at least we know now that if like gus doesn't wake up next time we'll just break into his fucking house take whatever i honestly had i had to have the mind to be like dude if you were allowed you you could have just gone inside and gone in my room because my mom wouldn't have been there and she doesn't like visitors but what she doesn't know won't hurt me so (laughs) next time yeah but when she finds out that's on my ass i ain't doing that she's gonna fucking she's gonna cut she's gonna find ass and she's gonna fucking mount that onto the fucking wall Next time I, you really had to go to the restroom. Next time I, <laughs> next time I come in there, she's gonna be there with a big old kitchen knife, just looking at me. Yep. She's choppy. She, she's gonna be like, with a mask, cheek boy. <laughs> Turn around. There's nobody in my room. Nobody. Who matters? <laughs> my privacy. Get out of here. But since he made us fucking late to record the podcast, oh, I want to hear fuck. what Gus has to say. I hope you guys didn't pick this guy. All right, go ahead. So, best comedic actor. So, let's see if Gus has done his homework. Today. Yeah, well, um, mine definitely has to be Jim Carrey. Oh, okay. Except Did you guess? Oh, thank God. All right. Yeah, no, yeah, I, that, I, I agree with that. Yeah. All right, yeah, um, Jim Carrey, big time fan. Big inspiration for anything I do comedy-wise. Um, yeah. As a, as a person in a non-professional setting, uh, I don't 
little bit debatable, but other than that, he's a pretty all right dude. Well, what do you mean by uh, inspiration? How does he inspire you? What, in, uh, well, what in terms specifically? Of his, like physical comedy and how he just does not give a damn in terms of how he just lets loose with anything he does. I think that's... he's got physical comedy on point, dude. He yeah, he's oh, yeah. exhausting to watch sometimes. It, it's it's and that's the thing. This is something that I talk that I've talked about before as far as like comedy goes. Like when I've talked to other people. Something that's really important about comedy that I like, I, I just, I admire comedians. Like, it's, it's okay, in general, it's really hard to be funny. You know, it's hard to nail the jokes and the punchlines. And, you know, Dave and I both know that. You know, we're both actors. We've been doing it for yeah, a while. Uh, and t- to, not, to not just, if you're writing it, to not just write it so that it's funny to the audience. Yeah. But Even to, as, oh, go on. oh, sorry, no, I was just going to say, just to, to say it, to act it in a realistic way, that is still funny. It's yeah. so hard. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Like, so, even as me, who, like, is more comfortable, preferably in in comedic roles, like, even then, I still have a hard time sometimes getting that, that oomph. Yeah. That comedic um, timing. Yeah. It, it's proverbial comedic timing they always talk about. Uh-huh. It's it's really hard. You know, comedy is a pain in the ass. Unless and it's you... incredibly subjective, too. So that makes yeah. it even more harder, because not only do you run the risk of not being funny... You also run the risk of not being like extra not funny to somebody else who probably or, doesn't even or get the joke. Offending them pretty much. Oh, yeah, like, oh and like oh, there, golly. there's something about comedians that's like really important. Like you have to have that it factor. Like that I, I call it the it face, you know, where like you don't give a shit what your fucking face looks like, what whatever fucking stupid face you look like. Oh yeah, that's you can look, in a nutshell. Oh yeah, you can look ugly as shit. You, you go know? for it a hundred percent. You go for it a hundred percent. You know, you look stupid as you fuck. Want, you wanna talk about physical comedy. Liar liar. Holy shit, dude. Oh, I swear man. to God that guy had the biggest I I could have sworn he had the biggest headache. He had must have had huge like a lot of bruises. I, I think that he must have hurt himself I think on set. He actually did hurt himself uh in the bathroom scene where he's like punching the shit out of himself. Well, I'm not surprised. No. Like, no, I think it was more like the 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 um, bathroom stall or the fucking yeah, the yeah, seat yeah. where he was yeah. squishing his face. Yeah, that one definitely looked. I'm legit. kicking my own ass. Do you mind? <laughs> I'm kicking my ass. Do you mind? That I I yeah, liar liar is it's one of my favorite Jim Carrey. It's not my favorite, but it's one of my favorite Jim Carrey movies. Like right, I just it's up there with uh, uh, the Ace, mask Ace Ventura. And yeah. I feel but like I feel personally there's a movie that uh, it's a Jim Carrey movie that I feel doesn't get as much credit as the rest of them and doesn't stand out as above like the rest of them because a lot of people haven't even heard of this movie. Have either of you watched Me Myself and Irene? Oh, I, uh, I love I've that seen movie. Snippets of it. I I absolutely adore that movie. That movie has like the biggest like soft spot in my heart because well one i grew up watching it and two it's just it's so goddamn he, he's just so goddamn funny it's been years since i've seen it and it was one of the first move not not one of the first but one of the early ones that i did see of jim carrey uh-huh. and god i i still haven't forgotten it it's so cool because like he's basically playing a character with split personality disorder and he's playing two different you know two different people you know he's playing a nice kind loving you know police state trooper you know (laughs) that's right and then after that he snaps and fucking turns into like fucking the devil himself fucking psycho like living the good cop bad cop pretty much yeah pretty much he's one person he's living the he's living the good cop bad cop routine uh, in a nutshell pretty much so he, he talked to a suspect 
as the good cop, and then you go back, and give it a couple of minutes as yourself. And then go back as yourself, <laughs> yeah. as a bad cop. I, I one of the best scenes in that movie to me personally is the scene where uh, Jim Carrey, like he, they're outside. It's him and Irene. Um, oh, it's just they're cool. outside of the gas station, and what ends up happening is uh, Jim Carrey's character. His name's Hank. He, Hank looks back. And he sees this guy smoking cigarettes, and he flicks his cigarette onto the street. So he gets mad that he's littering. And he walks over, and he tries to fight this guy. And, like, he's doing this, like, weird, like... He goes up to him, like, pretty much threatens him. And the guy's like, dude, calm the fuck down. He's like, it's a fucking cigarette. But Hank is like, no, fuck that. I'm not having it. And he, like, pretty <laughs> much starts, like, throwing fists. And, like, he's doing this, like, weird kind of, like, duck and dodge uh, routine and then the fucking guy pulls out a taser from the back of his truck and tases the shit out of Jim Carrey and the way that he fucking falls and the way that he makes his face he's like hey hey and he fucking drops and hits the floor <laughs> I lost my shit I, I stopped I rewound that and watched that shit like 10 times because I could not stop laughing it was so goddamn funny oh that's that, that's fucking great like you were saying earlier Gus I, I do love Jim Carrey for his physicality and a lot of people say yeah, that's just pure talent. No, he worked to get where he was. Oh yeah. Do you yeah. guys remember what he started off in? Oh yeah, dude. He oh, Living Colors. Living Colors. Yeah, he started in Living Color. And I mean, in general, before that, he used to work at. Uh, he used to like. Well, one he worked at. A, he worked. Too. He worked. He worked as a uh, as a factory worker for a bit of a time, and his family was homeless. And then he would go to like stand up shows yeah. and like just try to deliver that way. Yeah. And then eventually, that's when. Uh, the Wayans brothers found them and they brought him on to In Living Color. And uh, what was that, that that character that he always used to do? Fire Marshal. Oh, yeah, Fire Marshal. I think it's Fire Marshal Bill. Fire Marshal Bill. Yes, yeah. you're right. Yeah. God, and you can just see him fucking early 20s, I want to say. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he was He's really young. young. He's really young. But it's it's that same, that same physicality, that same line delivery. And yeah, he's perfected it over the years, but my goodness, he was so funny in that. And he's kept that up for years. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, even, and that's the thing, too. The thing that I respect Jim Carrey for the most is, I mean, he's he's willing to put his body on the line, and he throws himself out there. Like, dude, the facial like, expressions he, that he makes sometimes really got to hurt. He's the epitome of a ragdoll. Human ragdoll. Yeah, like his face is made out of putty. Yeah, yeah. that's too. That's why... The, he, Human ragdoll with a face was made actually, out of putty. He was actually in a film. Um, this is one of his earlier films. Uh, it was called Clayface, where like he, he played a stand-up comedian. The whole story didn't revolve around him, but it, it revolved around him making really stupid and weird faces. It, it, it looks... If you go back and you watch it, it's kind of like a... Um, it's kind of. It looks kind of like a what, college shot film. Mm. It's very, very like low budget. Low but, budget, corny. Yeah, pretty much. But it. And there's another. This is another Jim Carrey film. I completely forgot. I don't know if you want to look this up, but there's a movie where Jim Carrey ends up becoming a vampire, or like he gets bitten by a vampire. It's fucking hilarious. I actually, I didn't even know this film existed until recently. I watched it recently. Gets um, bitten by a vampire. Yeah, I watched it recently. Um, I, I I was just flicking. I was just flicking through Netflix one day, and I and I I found it, and like Jim Carrey's in the um, at the front and center of the like cover. So I was like, oh hey, look, it's a it's a Jim Carrey movie. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll just I'll give that a chance, you know. And like, yeah, it, it it's a story about uh Jim Jim Carrey's character is like he's like a ice cream man, and he he's in high school. 
and fucking uh, he ends up getting bitten by this like girl that's a vampire who's like been reawoken. I have no idea what you're talking about. It's it's a really old fucking movie. It's really and I know I'm not imagining this shit. <laughs> Are you know, sure about that? No, I know I'm not. I know I'm not. I fucking I I remember I swear seeing that shit. Let me find the fucking IMDb page. But uh, while while I do that, go on. Go. All right. So so what legit like do you think and you feel like to you personally, Gus, is like Jim Carrey's best fucking work, like hands down. Ugh. What made you choose Jim Carrey for this? Yeah, in, in the first place, like what 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 film made you say you know what that's it. That's what I want to do because I mean, you and this is this is really cool talking to you about it because you 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 I basically in, in a lot of senses consider you a fucking comedian dude because you're fucking funny, you know you have you have a lot of your <laughs> gems and you have a lot of your moments you you but like well I I I want it like let's see I mean I've watched Jim Carrey over the years and then it took a while for me to actually get a chance to see uh, Ace Ventura because it, it 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 took me until like high school for me to finally see Ace Ventura but that definitely was the film that at the at the time it was Liar Liar but then uh, I finally got around to watching Ace Ventura mm. and that definitely mm-hmm. took it's, took reign it's one of his classics for a reason mm-hmm. he took that character and made it his own mm-hmm. he made it he made he basically stole the whole scene the whole movie well anything he did was just it was just dead centered like, oh, what what bits from that movie really stand out to you, then? Oh, God, the rhino scene. <laughs> <laughs> the infamous rhino scene. To the point where they had to censor it a couple times. Oh, Isn't yeah. Isn't there, like, three different versions? I, or just two different I versions? I think it's two, but don't quote me on that. <laughs> I could have sworn there was at least three different versions. Because there's one where he pops out butt naked out of the rhino. Yeah. And then he pops back out, and he's like, what was that infamous line? He's like, oh, I forgot what it was. But yeah, I remember there was that, and then there was another one where they just cut out the whole him coming out of the rhino butt naked part. Yeah, <laughs> just went straight to him saying his quip. Okay, so uh, I first <clears throat> the movie's not called Clayface; it's called Rubber Face. It's called Rubber Face. That sounds vaguely yeah, familiar. Yeah, it's, it's Jim. He, he plays a stand-up comedian in, in that movie. But the movie I'm talking about is called Once Bitten. See, I know for a fact I did not that make that up. That one sounds familiar. Once Bitten, it, it's about him pretty much uh, getting bitten by by a, like... And this is, like, back in the 80s. So that has that whole, like, 80s vibe to it. That whole corny 80s. Yeah, it was... It, it's actually a really funny movie. I, I personally like it. I, I was like... I didn't even know it existed. I just randomly found it on Netflix one day. I was like, what the hell is this? I was like, oh, hey, it's Jim Carrey. Why not? You know? <laughs> but, yeah, no, me personally, I really love uh, Me, Myself, and Irene. It's just something about that movie. It's something about his charm in that movie that's really, really, like, it, it stands out. It's 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 really fucking cool. And it to me, especially when I was younger, watching him kind of flip back and forth between these two characters was just like, I was like, is he really that crazy? Or, like, you know, like, or is he, like, just acting? Because if he's acting, it's fucking, oh, my God. Yeah, he knows how to play crazy. He he knows how to, it's a thing, like, it's so weird because when you watch the movie and watching Jim jump back and forth between the two characters, you see the difference in the face and the faces that he's making when he's talking as that character. It's, like, it's so cool, like... There's a full-out transformation, and like before Hank takes over the the bad the bad version of of Jim Carrey in that movie. Uh, before Hank takes over, they play this like really weird kind of like uh, like kind of like uh, um, 
kind of like nursery, like elementary school rhyme, like. <laughs> It sounds like a horn and like he like transforms and like you see him physically transform and watching that physically like happen <laughs> like it tripped me out because I, I was so young the first time I ever the first time I ever watched this movie so I was like what the hell I didn't know someone could actually physically do that that was the first time I had ever watched anybody do that it was so cool you know and I give I give Carrie a lot of credit for being able to be as diverse as he is because the same year he put out Liar Liar, it's the same. Uh, it, it, this around the same time that he put out Liar Liar, he put out uh, the Truman Show. I was just it was about to that talk about time. that. It was it was between ninety five and and uh, the early two thousands that um, Liar Liar and the Truman Show came out. They came out not that far apart. Which, which I'm really glad you brought up Truman Show. And I'm really glad Gus that you brought up Jim Carrey because it goes into something that I wanted to talk about, which is. Comedic actors, and especially which what you were talking about, uh, Johnny, with um, me, myself, and Irene. The difference is that comedy has to take. Oh yeah, it has to be go, 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 funny, funny, funny. Definitely. But there has to be levels to it, and that's why I loved the Truman Show. That was the first Jim Carrey thing I ever saw, besides The Mask. Oh wow, really? Mm-hmm. That's fucking okay. That's interesting. And so. And so I went from, because I saw The Mask very first, and then it was The Truman Show. Okay. So I went from funny, comic book inspired, yeah, silly randomness, really quirky, yeah. kids movie, to this really, I wanna, I'm want i going to say deep movie. Oh, yeah. Where yeah. he, yeah. Where, yeah, it has a funny premise. Yeah, he's trapped in a dome. Haha, <laughs> people are watching him. And there's genuinely funny moments, but there's times when it clicks, and yeah. he, he changes. He gets real mellow he gets real thoughtful and there's these real thoughtful moments that just it doesn't hurt the comedy it doesn't harm it it doesn't take away from it it enhances the funny it brings the comedy oh yeah to a t definitely and that's that i think that's why he's flourished so well these all these years yeah and that's the thing like yeah because there's so much like like the whole story is very dramatic there's a lot of like really personal things going on there so when the funny moments hit, you know, they're like, they're gems, you know, they're hidden in there. And like, mm-hmm. he knows how to perfectly balance that. And like, it tripped me out because, you know, then we have, you know, 23 carry, which I know a lot of people had a problem with that, you know, and a lot of people <laughs> are kind of like, you know, but I, I honestly, personally, as an actor, I give him credit for even fucking trying out yeah, of his own he realm. Tr- he tried a new thing. It- didn't work yeah but he tried i i feel like honestly like it, it wasn't just necessarily him it was the movie it was the writing and like a lot of the directing you know when when if you have a proper movie i'm pretty certain he can oh yeah like they take, 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 take truman show you know like that like that's completely out of you know like his his like realm like you hadn't seen him do shit like that you know because well, because then uh in early uh, i'm not exactly sure on the date but he did Truman Show. He did uh, Eternal... Eternal uh, Sunshine, Sunshine of the, Sunshine of the Mind. Spotless Mind. He did that. Fantastic movie. That, that movie fucking tugs at my heartstrings every time I watch it. It's fucking... It's something else. That movie's crazy. And so that's the mark of a true com- comedic actor is knowing when to hit the soft spots, when to hit the funny parts. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, that's what makes him a great actor. Yeah, and and yeah, so dude, just in general, being a, a comedian, it's something else. It's crazy. Comedy is a tough world. Oh yeah, definitely. So, uh, Gus, you got any honorable mentions before we move on? Honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. Closing thoughts. Oh, yeah. it's definitely gonna be. Oh lordy, uh, Robin Williams. Oh yeah. I was just thinking about that too oh my god two of my favorite com- comedians of all time was jim carrey and robin williams that's in my bucket list mm-hmm. to meet two of them fortunately one of them's not happening but unfortunately I, yeah i said unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's, that's that was terrible when i heard the news i was like oh yeah that's, a lot that's of pe- tragic a lot of people were devastated by that because not a lot of people expected it you know mm-hmm. and it's just it's just one of those things you know like it, it th- those kind of things happen you know, it's yeah, and they always say comedians are the the, the most, most tortured yeah. people in the world. It it helps in a sick, twisted, deluded way to be incredibly miserable to be that funny. I I, I, I don't know, like, like I mean, you can be a happy person and be funny, of course, mm-hmm. especially if you have wit. But like, I think it's more of like um, if you're um, if you're going through something and you need a coping mechanism. Comedy is definitely one of the ways you can call yeah. it. Yeah, I think I think a lot. What a lot of comedians do is because they have this internal struggle, they need to bring happiness to the world. Like yeah. Chris Farley was definitely one of the big example, examples. Of that. Yeah, but that, Chris Farley had a lot of demons. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, why he was, definitely. And yeah. sadly enough, that's probably why he was very very funny. Yeah, but yeah, he was. Um, but regardless, yeah, he was a really he was a very legendary act, mm-hmm. uh, comedian in his own right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And regardless, but he left he left behind a pretty good legacy. Yeah. In terms of comedy, and that's another actor that just kind of has that nice kind of like perfect balance between drama and comedy. Mm -hmm. He was like in the middle with Jim. Yeah, he was like kind of on par with Jim Carrey. If anything, a little bit more energy too, especially for his size. He had a crap ton of energy for a big guy. Yeah, it's probably yeah. And just went full octane, like balls to the walls. All running with in with all cylinders. Yeah, and it was so sad because he was going places too. He was uh, the original pick for the Shrek movie. He was going. Yeah. Oh to be... yeah, I heard about that. And I didn't that, even know that until that, just recently. It's nuts because they actually recorded about ninety five percent of the of film. Lines. Yeah, they were like ninety five percent done with with uh, Chris Farley's Shrek. Mm-hmm. That's nuts. And then he was doing all his movies with David Spade, and he was getting on from Saturday Night Live. Yeah, per- per- personally, David Spade and Chris Farley are two of my favorite uh, comedy duels. They're fucking great together. They were great. They uh, they remind me a lot of the old comedy duos like uh, Abbott and Costello, Abbott and Costello, Bob Hope, and yeah. um, Bing Crosby, and. Uh, Jerry Lewis and Jerry uh, Lewis Dean and Dean Martin. Martin. Oh man, yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, no, that that really sucks. So, guys, any other honorable mentions that you want to throw out? That was about it. The ones that I can think of right now, on the top of my head, anyways. Awesome. Okay, Mr. Johnny, you want to go second? Ah, uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> I really want you to go. Unless we want to save the best be- for last. Because you know? like, that's bullshit. <laughs> Okay, let me let me explain what happened. Okay, 
And 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 Gus wasn't here for this, so this is gonna be new to to, to Gus too. Oh boy, this is bullshit because <laughs> David and I picked the exact same fucking oh, no. the exact same fucking person, pretty exact much. Exact same fucking I'm person. I'm like, are you fucking with me? I spent the whole night researching and like just kind of like getting kind of caught up again with this person, you know. And I was like, okay, cool. I want to like. You know, I want to make sure that I have everything in, like, the right place. I want to make sure I have my facts right. You know, fact check real quick, you know. But I, <laughs> I, we, we're we we're sitting at Denny's. Uh, also, this is sponsored by Denny's. No, it's not. I'm kidding. Um, whatchamacallit. Uh, oh, they're sitting, we're sitting at Denny's. Just talking, talking, and, talking, and talking. And I'm like, so who'd you choose? And he's like, oh, I chose this person. And I'm like, David, fuck off. No, 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 no. So what happened was, like, you asked me, okay, who did you pick? And I went... I may have cheated again because I oh. kind of uh, pick multiple things. Yeah, because you can't make a fucking choice. Uh, I'm indecisive. It's... Indecisive, bitch. <laughs> it's a, it's an adorable trait of mine. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It makes my life fucking harder. I'm familiar with having adorable traits. <laughs> that everyone has to tolerate. <laughs> but <laughs> And then you, you gave me such a look. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, I spent the whole fucking night, <laughs> dude. I imagine you went from excited to like, like in an anime. Like, <laughs> that is exactly out. what it was. Because <laughs> he told me what he picked, and I'm like, I may have chosen the same thing. I was like, you motherfucking. <laughs> and immediately, <laughs> immediately, we went to. You do, motherfucking. Ooh. It was like two girls showing up at the party with the same dress. Oh, we, yeah. we both went. <laughs> One of us is gonna have to change. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. And you know how we fucking chose to change? Rochambeau. We fucking play rock paper scissors, oh, you Lord. motherfucker. And I fucking won. I fucking hate you. I fucking hate you, David. He's so, like, he's like, first Gus, then this. I'm like, fuck my day. No, uh, uh, no. So because you fucking chose the pers- first person, okay, cool. We chose the same person, okay, cool. Since we chose the same fucking person, then you fucking get to go second, you fuck. Okay, and I'm just now realizing because you guys mentioned someone that I could totally have changed my answer like that. Oh fuck you, David. <laughs> then fucking switch your answer, you hoe. So if you want that person, I will let you have it, and I can add a shit ton of my own stuff to it. I mean, in general, we're going to be adding to it, so it doesn't really matter. We're just personally picking no, them. We're just, we're just selfish little bitches. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're toddlers on this, uh, in the no, sandpit. It's the mine! Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> hey, you can share the toy. No, I want it. No, it's mine. <laughs> no, share. No! <laughs> okay. It's, it's up to you, David. I'm going to leave it up to you. But either way, I have my backup. I, I was prepared just in case, but either way, I'm going to mention both of them anyways. So uh, Go for it. I'll add on to you because there's someone I want to add in as well. Okay, so what's your pick then? Go for it. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, in that case, go for it. I was being all nice and you could have took the second spot. <laughs> but no. But no. Okay. okay. So you guys meant, or actually Johnny, you mentioned this earlier, and again I'm cheating again oh, you because it's two people, <laughs> and we because we were talking about just different, um, not personalities, different moods that actors, comedic actors, have to have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going back a little old school. You're gonna be joining me shortly after. Oh, I guarantee it. And Good. so, um, 
these these guys they built up comedy. They helped build up comedy. It was back in the days where you go from a vaudeville show straight to movies, straight to yeah. television shows. They had a television show on for a long time. They helped build um, build the comedic scene back in the day. Back mm-hmm. when they just started getting into uh, comedic films were getting bigger and bigger. You had these big opera pieces. You had the jazz singer come out. You had Singing in the Rain. You had all these really big films. Yeah, yeah. And then you had these these little comedy films that garnered huge attention. And <clears throat> a lot of what comedic actors do today is the thing that was usually split up into two different people back then. You had a straight man and you had a funny man. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the duo, yeah. The duo. That dynamic the famous... works really well. Mm-hmm. And these two, I I completely, I don't know why I forgot about them until you mentioned them. They're one of my favorites. I was going to use the people I had chosen before because yeah. they got me into acting. But these two, oh my goodness. I, I find myself pattering, pattering, making my... S- <laughs> I can do words today, English, I promise. English, sir, do you speak it? No, English, apparently. English, motherfucker, do you speak it? I pattern myself after the funny man in this group. Mm-hmm. And it's fucking Abbott and Costello. Yes. Oh, man. If you've never watched an Abbott and Costello movie, <laughs> what are you doing with your life? Go out there and watch one. Yeah, oh, yeah. But I, <laughs> I recently just bought a compilation pack of theirs of their Abbott and Costello meets... Frankenstein, Wolfman, Invisible Man. And oh my goodness, when I was young, the first one I ever saw of them was uh, Meets Frankenstein. But if you haven't watched it, it has Dracula, Frankenstein. The Invisible Man is at the very end. Yeah. Spoiler alert for a hundred-year-old movie. (laughs) (laughs) Hundred-year-old movie? (laughs) Yeah, it's close enough. Um, But you had Bud Abbott and Lou Costello, the funny man and the straight man. Yeah. And... Oh my goodness! So their skits are so funny. They do, uh, they did that hilarious math one. Us uh, seven times three is twenty-eight. Mm-hmm. They did who's on first? One of the most iconic, oh, yeah. comedic scenes in history. Mm. Yeah. And it, it worked so well because, like, we were going with Jim Carrey. You had Costello, little Lou Costello. Phys- physicality was his mm-hmm. main thing. Yeah. It was a lot of slapstick. A lot of slapstick. A lot but of slapstick. Not not as slapstick as Three Stooges. It yeah. was still very. Not saying that the Three Stooges wasn't clever. It was oh, yeah, just. No. It's a certain type. Yeah, exactly. And Abbott and Costello, they they were clever. They were on it. They were so fucking funny. Um, there was this movie called The Time. The, uh, Abbott and Costello in the Time of Their Lives, where Costello's a ghost, and Bud Abbott is a is a he's still the straight man. But they never really talk to each other throughout the entire thing, and they're separate. What the fuck? I've, n- I've never seen this one it's, before. It's really hard to find. It took me a long time to find it on it's DVD again. Lost episodes? No, it, it's just not one of their more popular ones. Yeah. So they, people don't kind so of people bother don't, to yeah. archive it. And so it's, it, it was really funny. I saw it when I was really young, and there was this, it's so stupid, but it, it showed me what funny was. There was yeah. times where Costello would disappear as a ghost, and he had a, he had a female with him as another ghost, and they were trying to save this. They were trying to get a paper by George Washington that said they weren't traitors, uh-huh. which is why they were ghosts in the first place. People thought they were traitors. They got shot and cursed 
to stay on this property until they were proven innocent. Yeah, yeah. And so th- whenever they would disappear, they would do this funny little dance where it almost looked like they were trying to hula hoop. <laughs> but they would, they would go like shake their arms back and forth and wiggle their butts and they, they would slowly disappear. <laughs> what? And I was maybe about seven when I first saw this. And oh it was the funniest God. thing I've ever seen. What the hell? Oh my God. Yeah, no, I, I hadn't even heard of that one before. It's it's a really funny. I'd suggest you go find it, but again, it's really hard to find. <laughs> Man. But... I remember seeing that as a small seven-year-old. I had no idea the joys that acting could do. Sure, my family did a lot of singing. They did a lot of stuff like that. Yeah. And then I saw this. I'm like, that's funny. I want to do that. That put a smile on my face. Can I do that for other people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's such a stupid thing like shaking your body to go invisible. Yeah. It's it's a, it's, it's, a it's silly shit. It's yeah. simple. It's It's... Silly, but it's done well. Yeah, like, there's there's much more sillier and somewhat less sillier, but executed wrong. That just is not funny. Not, like, not, not even, in the slightest. But, but when when you're looking at movies like these, they they know they know timing. Not yeah. not even that. It, it's just the fact that it was so genuine. Yeah, oh, like not like they, they were art. trying to go over the top with it. It wasn't like. <clears throat> A big thing. It was just this small little thing that was almost plot pivotal, but it was clever. It was so yeah. genuine, and you could tell. Yeah, and and the, I I really really like this duo because like I mean in general when when you talk about comedy like as far as when you like talk about groups and duos they are literally at the top of a lot of people's list. Like mm-hmm. they're up there. You know, they, they, they've made people laugh for really, really, really long time. I've for watched, generations. I've watched a good amount of their stuff. I have, I'm i like, I know a little bit, not like a whole hell of a lot. But yeah, no, from what I have seen of their work, it's it's great. Um, I have no idea if this is even... Because it just reminded me. Um, I remember watching this. Um, I, I went to... Um, I went to a theater. It was, it was an old theater, um, and they it, they treated the whole thing like it was like it was pretty much like an old school experience. Like the popcorn was like five cents and shit, and like oh, it okay. was so dope. And like they they were I remember uh, I want to go watch Ocean's uh, Ocean's Eleven with uh, Frank Sinatra. Oh, Dave the Martin. original, yeah, the original one. And um, before they played the movie, though, they had the shorts that they would usually show before the film. And I'm trying to remember. Um, who this is i think it might have been abbott and costello it was these two guys who live like they live in a farm and uh they they're like trying to like woo this girl and they're both like basically fighting over this girl the the whole time uh and like it's they do they do a bunch of crazy shit to each other uh and like at one point in time one of them gets chased by a dog and he's running uh, there, there's like this thing that it looked like it was a house, but the roof is missing, and he's running along the like tops of the roof while the dog is chasing him, and like he thinks the dog won't climb up the ladder, and for some reason the dog ends up on the roof, <laughs> and he ends up climbing the fucking ladder somehow. Yeah, that could either be Abbott and Costello or maybe Laurel and Hardy. Yeah, I have I have no idea, but that shit genuinely had me dying. <laughs> That's what I love about these old actors is. 
They would do crazy stuff like that. Yeah. Go up on roofs, run in between these slats, have a house almost fall on you. Yeah, it's fucking, it's crazy because well, a lot of... talking about that one infamous scene? Buster Keaton. Yeah, Buster Keaton. Yeah, when it, it, the it, window it, goes through. Yeah, when, mm-hmm. he goes, when he goes straight through the window, yeah. It's one of those controversial, like, very dangerous stunts that could have easily killed him. See, here's the he thing. broke his shoulder doing that. You, here's, Even though it went all the way through? Mm-hmm. If, if you look, him, it or, didn't miss him. It hit him. Oh, wow. It, it, here's the but thing. he still kept in character. Yeah. I was like, Here, here's the thing, too. Like, with, like, actors, comedic actors that come from that generation, like, comedic actors from, like, then, were playing double parts freaking comedy actor and freaking stuntman at the same damn time because they were taking such fucking bumps like it was crazy which i really wish that we could go back to this but we're we're a different generation oh yeah definitely we can't go back to having an actor fling himself off a roof (laughs) yeah exactly we Uh, have our own version of slapstick if worked well we can we just can't go back what's 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 the current like stuff a slapstick movie that you guys know of that mm. like actually is yeah, genuinely yeah. good like now mm. fuck past the 2000s yeah. i can't think of anything because I, I i have a lot of problem with slapstick because like i really i love stuff like the three stooges i love um <clears throat> i love like uh buster keaton type mm-hmm. stuff you know like like that kind of like slapstick you know abed costello like that is what I'm used to, you know? It's just, it's perfectly timed, you know? It's, yeah. There's, people don't understand that, like, smacking somebody just for the sake of smacking somebody isn't, you know, funny. Yeah. You know? Especially it, if it's in real life. I, Sorry, personal I, thing. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it's not funny. You know, you have to have, like, the right timing for it. I remember, um, I was, uh, I wrote, I wrote this skit a bit of a while ago. I remember that I was kind of like looking into it. I was like, man, how do you perfectly time a, like a slapstick joke where like someone like gets hit by something and I was like, at the most inconvenient times, that's when it's funny. It's funny when you're like, you're seeing this person do something and they're like, they're headed their way and they're doing something. You're like, oh my God, oh my God. And then you feel like nothing can stop them. And I don't know there you go. You know, and what what makes it even better is that, like, there's a lot of moments where it's relatable. Mm. You know, where you're like, ah, yeah, that's happened to me before, <laughs> you know. Dude, there's also um, the matter of genuinity. Like, especially when it comes to, like, videos of, of people filming one another. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. if it's not actually a set or if it's not filmed, if it's not done on purpose, if it's more organic and, say, it's, a, like, a viral video of some sort, that, that shit's a lot more hilarious than... An actual filmed thing, well, yeah. it, because it, like it, you have that factor of like, definitely didn't mean to do that. It depends, and I think that's a that's totally different. I think that's not comedy. It, viral videos, I don't think are comedy. I think they're funny. I yeah, think they're just funny. They're just mm-hmm. funny. I think they're comedy takes comedy. not. But, but if you want to do it in a comedy sense, in like filming it, like actually uh, premeditated incidences like that. It, it has to be timed perfectly, especially if you catch your viewer off guard. That's the key, is catching someone off guard when you least expect it. Because that's what makes us, uh, that's what we're prone to laugh at. It's things that catch us off guard. Yeah, so, exactly. For example, if I hear something, this is going to sound really morbid, but I'm going to say it anyways. There was um, 
the vegan who who went who climbed Mount Everest to prove that vegans can do anything dies. Now, hearing the word dies completely caught me off guard, but when my brother was reading it and just said dies, I I lost it. Like it's sad and messed up, but at the same time it's just the fact that I didn't see it coming, like the fact that she ends up dying. It's, yeah, it's, like, it's irony. It's yeah, irony. It's, it's like, like Oh well, shit. There that goes. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> and, and like, and like, you know, you still give credit to that person because hey, they. Oh, fucking of course, have yeah, balls they had to balls that. to do that. Yeah, but yeah, no, that's what I was saying. Like, it it takes a particular kind of like touch to be able to do that Speaking kind of, of shit. It takes. I remember this. This gone. I'm gonna say it right now. Hold on, hold on. Did the word balls just trigger something? No, yeah, in your head? it did. There was there was a skit. It was in um. But it triggered more than that. So go on. <laughs> Yeah, that's neither here nor there, though. Oh, my God. Long story. Anyways. <laughs> no, I was watching this skit. It was a, it was one of Tosh Pointo's uh, videos of the week. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And this guy was washing his hands in the bathroom. He was washing his hands, and it was like, it was shot in the mirror, so you can see the reflection, you can see the stall behind him. As he was washing his hands, this other guy comes out with a bunch of toy balls, like, strung up on his, his, his suit. And they just, like, make eye contact. You got a lot of balls coming in here. I fucking lost it, dude. <laughs> as soon as he said the lines, you've got a lot of balls coming over here. It caught me off guard because I didn't know where the fuck they were going with this. Yeah. I'm like, why the fuck is he wearing a bunch of balls? What is this? This is so random and stupid. And then out of nowhere, because I'm a... And it especially works for me because I'm a huge sucker for puns. Out of nowhere, he goes, you got a lot of balls coming over here. I fucking flipped, dude. My, I, my, my stomach was hurting. I was... I was gasping for air. I was laughing so fucking hard because I just fucking it caught me off guard. It just slapped me with the fucking punchline. See, that that's and I just, great. I that, lost my shit. Dude. That that's comedic because there's intent behind exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. That's one. It wasn't necessarily slapstick, but that's definitely one of good examples of like timing. Yeah, timing, timing. out of fucking nowhere because it was just complete utter silence, and you're just in suspense. Like, where the fuck are they going with this? Yeah, and then out of nowhere. You got all balls coming over here. I'm like, oh, I get it. That was hilarious. Oh, my God. I fucking, oh, man. See, uh, going off track here, none, none of you have seen me on stage in a comedic role, have you? No. I haven't seen you on stage. And you, have, and you guys haven't seen it. Besides I'm what, looking forward to seeing Besides what I've written for anti-dating advice, you guys haven't seen a lot of my actual, like, no, that's right. <laughs> hearing the fucking the script you wrote for me, the the bland ass like just bare bones shit I tried to come up for one day, <laughs> and the way you like fucking structured it to be a lot more funnier, it was I it was hilarious. Yeah, it it, it, it it's I fucking love writing comedy, but it it is a pain in, in, in the ass. You have to have a certain touch and a certain feel for it to write it to act it. Yeah. Which is why I pattern myself off a lot of people. Yeah, I've been told uh, a lot of Abbott Costello. I did a show where I was in nothing but boxer shorts. Yeah, yeah, the entire fucking show. About that, yeah. And I couldn't speak until the very end, and <laughs> so I had to use all my body, all myself. So I pulled out fucking all the stops. All yeah. the stops. I a hundred and ten percent. I've been told. I've been told I remind people of Bruce Campbell when acting. I don't know why, <laughs> but uh, 
he was in horror movies, but he's one of the funniest people I know. Yeah, I fucking love Bruce Campbell. Bruce he's Campbell, he's a smart dude. He's a smart ass in the Spider Man games. And he's as the announcer, Spider Man. Right? Yeah, dude, as the announcer, uh, walking you through how to you fucker. <laughs> I have to edit that shit out. <laughs> As an announcer walking you through these, uh, how to play the game, it, it's just his wittiness and sarcasm. Do you guys like, know? You can just tell he's like, "What am I doing here?" Do you guys know why he got that job? Why? In Spider Man? Yeah. Why? why? Do you guys really not know the connection? I like, on, I honestly Bruce? used to. I didn't know, even I, know about Bruce Campbell at the time. I honestly used to know. I, I know that fucking Sam Raimi got him the gigs uh, in the movie. Because Sam Raimi fucking directed Evil Dead and That's Spider-Man. exactly why he's... That's why he's in the game. Oh, really? Yeah, because cool. of Sam Raimi's connection. That's fucking cool. Which is... It's such a stupid thing, but it's so fucking cool. <laughs> like, Spider-Man 2, totally worth it. But Spider-Man 1 and 3... Yeah. Yeah. I like Spider-Man 1. Spider-Man 1, on a story's perspective, of like a... It didn't uh, make a it was shit okay. of sense. It was cool. It was an early 2000s comic book movie. <laughs> what was, do you want? He was using his spider webs in midair... Oh god! Spider Man Two is where it was all at. Spider Man Three was just like uh, we don't talk about Spider Man. Yeah, we so don't talk about Spider-Man. David, Spider Man Two. Ja. Any any honorable mentions? Oh, there's a lot of them. Give me <laughs> give me at least three Charlie of them. Charlie Chaplin is, is cheating, by the way. Just <laughs> how is Charlie Chaplin cheating? <laughs> everybody knows him, and he everyone and their grandmother, even the kids, they're like they probably heard hints of Charlie. He's one of the biggest of them all. He was like a juggernaut back in the day, right? He was, but he, yeah. a lot of people were. Yeah, yeah. I, I, at the time, yeah, like the especially pe- given like, like the, at the time there wasn't like internet or any of that yeah. sort. So to see these actors like stand out in their own like, way, like the guy that I chose, he was he was a part of a big group, and they were fucking massive in the thirties. Like their their group was fucking huge. They were everywhere. Yeah, they were everywhere, along with Chaplin and Buster Keaton. And Avatar Kinsella, like that, that a lot of people don't. This is really cool. Just a little side note that I like. You look back and you're like, wow, these people were like a product of their time, and they were like, you know, there in the then and the now. You know, like, they were in the moment, and yeah. it's so crazy because you don't stop to think that sometimes a lot of these people were literally like going around at the same time. You yeah. know, like I, I don't know why this tripped me out. I, I know it's just I'm sometimes I like the little things kind of like really like have me like. Huh, but I was going through the the billboard charts because I wanted to like see like who was on the billboard charts, and then I I noticed that the Doors were like right under a Frank Sinatra song, and I was like, wait, what the hell? I was like, that's so fucking weird. Yeah, especially when uh, things like that are so far removed from your time period. Yeah, exactly. You you don't realize it until like you actually like. Go sit down and, and look at it, it. Yeah. yeah it's like what the fuck wait the doors were around when frank was holy shit <laughs> the, doors, the band the doors yeah the band the with doors Jim morrison yeah yeah he was around when frank Frank's, yes what? was starting goth or no sinatra the same area sinatra was already like far into his like career by that at time at the peak and the doors were starting off yeah pretty much because the doors they're, 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 i didn't even know the doors are from the 60s yeah, dude, Sinatra was around at the same time. Sinatra didn't even stop until, like, the 90s. Well, I mean, it's kind of like he didn't have a choice. But I'm, pretty <laughs> certain, I'm pretty certain if he could, a lot of artists, if they could, they yeah. keep going and going until 
See, whenever, but see, like basically, you know that that you're a good artist, or like you're a hardworking, dedicated artist, where you when you work until you die. Pretty much. Joan Rivers was a big example. <laughs> I didn't mean to go. Damn it! I didn't mean to. Be of all the people to, for you to mention, Joan I would did not no, expect Joan no, to come out of your hilarious. mouth. <laughs> no, she's hilarious. But apparently, her her last when her last tweet was promoting some appearance she was gonna make, um, somewhere or whatever, and then she ended up passing away a couple days later. But she was it, working until she ended up. Well, dying. I did, yeah, I, I agree with you. I did not expect him to say Joan Rivers ever in I my mean, fucking I, life. When you, when, you, when you spend some time uh, bored watching E, <laughs> you, you get you to Gus, watch some Gus the intern watching fucking E. I okay. used to watch E. I just I imagine you. Before at, YouTube, I used to watch a lot of E just fucking. I just imagine you mind. with a towel wrapped around your head. <laughs> With a green doing, face mask doing on, my, doing my nails, watching, sitting e. on the couch, eating popcorn in the middle of the day, watching fucking E, and watching fucking Hollywood fucking stories <laughs> and shit. And then, and then Gus has got to catch up on his TMZ. <laughs> <laughs> catch up with all the tabloids. Uh, I remember I used to watch The Soup all the time. Oh god! No, but Joan Rivers. Joan Rivers. Uh, Stop talking about Joan Rivers. <laughs> but she was funny though. She's been around for the longest. Okay. She's genuinely hilarious. Anyways, all right. Any more? All right. Honorable mentions. She looked like a surprised catfish. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was a line from the roast. Okay. Oh god. That's that's not her fault. That's the Botox. <laughs> <laughs> that's the Botox talking. If she could even fucking talk. Okay. I'm pretty sure there wasn't one part of Joan Rivers that was original when she died. <laughs> yeah, I think one part, yeah. I wonder which one did what? first. What her, part? Her Botox? Her asshole? Or... <laughs> her asshole? <laughs> 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 did you get bisexual on her vagina? <laughs> can you get that? Oh, I don't you... know. Yeah, it's bad. You have Botox for your vagina so your lips can stay first. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> After hours, after hours, after hours alert. Johnny, alert Johnny, come here. <laughs> come here. I ain't going anywhere. Fuck <laughs> away from me. Uh, yeah, I, I need to slap you. No, fuck off. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, hey, Johnny, so any... David scares me when he does that. He's getting like David Star. He gets all bouncy like he's in a fucking bouncy <laughs> house. He's like, hey. He's like he's in a fucking moving car. Oh, like, it makes me the, a little nervous. Johnny, the, the, the road, David's the like, road. come here. I'm like, Johnny's gonna fucking kill all of us. Stop it, David. <laughs> the road has a bunch of fucking potholes in it, and you're over here like, I didn't even hey, notice. Johnny, that. Johnny, Johnny. <laughs> oh, oh fuck! You're bouncing in your seat like you're you hit fucking potholes, man. <laughs> fucking a. <laughs> oh, oh god! I'm so, so glad we can be as loud as possible. This is so much more fun. <laughs> So David, any more? Any honorable mentions? Any more? Okay, I was trying to think of more modern people because everyone in my head is like sixties and back. Yeah, I mean Joan Rivers was modern <laughs> when she ended up dying. Okay, <laughs> I am gonna slap you. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking, I don't know. Um, you can mention. No, 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 no. I, I got some. It's just it was I hate hard. All the modern day comedians, especially that one tall fucker with curly hair. What's his name from How I Met Your Mother? Carrot Top. No, uh, not, no, not Carrot Top. I fucking guy. hate Carrot Top to begin uh, with. Okay. Nobody likes Carrot uh, Jason Segel? Oh, God. You, you don't like Jason Segel? He's hideous, for starters. That's <laughs> one thing. 
Is he sexy? Are we talking about the wrong person? I mean, yeah, the movie was terrible in general. Yeah, I mean, he had to go upside down while Cameron Diaz was like... Was that a sneeze laugh? Yeah, I just sneezed laugh. was terrible. I'm so glad I didn't watch it, but seeing some clips, I'm like... Alright, I got my pick. Stop talking about that. Okay, so... I'm... I think I'm gonna... God damn it. Everything I want to... You've chosen this person. You told me about this person. Um, but again, it, he was, I don't want to steal yours. I'm going to go with Dom DeLuise. Okay. Cause he was in a move. Okay. So a little back history. If you don't know who Dom DeLuise is, go watch any Don Bluth movie. He's in every single one of them. <laughs> yeah. Every single fucking one of them. Uh, but he's a bigger guy. Really funny. He was in this movie called Haunted Honeymoon. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen it. What are you doing? Go watch it right now. Yeah, like, pause the fucking video. Welcome back. Gilda Radner. <laughs> Gene Wilder. Oh, that sounds like dream. Uh, fuck it. Well, I can't remember any of the other actors. But it, the whole thing is, Gene Wilder and Gilda Radner are just married. And... Gene Wilder has these really, like, big tics. He's really afraid of everything. And so they bring him to the, his old mansion that he used to live in as a child to try to scare him to death. Hmm. And that's the whole plot. And Dom DeLuise is my favorite part of that whole movie. You, know, <laughs> you want to know why? Why? Because he's in drag the entire movie. Oh, my God. He plays the wonderful. He plays the ant. Oh, my God. Oh, like John Travolta when he was playing uh... Uh, Edna. Edna Turnblatt, uh, hairspray. hairspray. Yeah, but it the I love hairspray. I fucking love hairspray. Great, great, great show. Great topic. And you've been in it. And I was uh, Edna herself. Were you Edna? <laughs> I was Edna. You were the John Travolta. I was. Oh my no, Lord. no, no, no. I was the Harry. Fo- I was the Feinstein. I don't like John Travolta's portrayal. I really don't. I don't like John Travolta's portrayal of anything. <laughs> me, me either. The only, the only thing between I, him and John Cruise, they were like Scientology puppets. They're just oh, I, they're clearly just out of their mind. I love me some John Cruise. John <laughs> Cruise. Imagine both of them combined. Uh, no, okay. Uh, but for Haunted Honeymoon, the, he's the super religious aunt. So the entire time, entire movie, he talks like this. Oh. Oh, it's, such horrors lived in this house. Oh, my fucking God. And that's the entire movie with him. But it is one of my favorite movies of all time. It makes me laugh every time. And, of course, Gene Wilder in it. Hilarious. Yeah. Gilda Radner. Hilarious. Oh, man. Okay. So, so yeah. Is that it? Yeah. I Because okay. I don't want to steal. Besides, besides taking mine, you fuck. Okay. I left you a lot. I know. I know you did. I appreciate that. Um... Ooh man, okay. So this one, I'm pers- I'm personally going to pick one of them because I know that there. It was a. It was a whole lot of them. It was the the brothers. They were all brothers. It was the Marx brothers. But I'm specific. I specifically pinpointed Groucho, Groucho Marx. And what a fantastic pick! Oh my God, I just oh. Honestly, dude, still till this day, this is something that I miss with comedy that I personally don't see as often anymore with a lot of uh, comedic uh, actors because I mean they uh, uh, Groucho and his whole family they started off uh, vaudeville Mm -hmm. that's how they started off 
and then they jumped into film. So they had that whole they had the whole stand up thing going on. They had to do it on stage, you know. And even so, even after uh, Groucho had his own like talk show, you know, for a yep. little while. Uh, you not you bet your life. Um, uh, I know what you're talking about. Um, fucking, I can't remember what it was. Uh, no, it is you bet your life. It is you bet your life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's it, it, he. They, you know, as far as stand up goes, that he had that too. But I'm talking about just film, like. Oh my God, Groucho has such a like his wit is so goddamn sharp. Which I cut the fucking air. Again, I wish we had comedy like this still oh, in oh, in yeah. movies. Yeah, you you get it a lot on stand up. Oh, a lot yeah. of stand ups are really good. Yeah, but you don't get it in movies as much, which is what I really miss. I miss the Groucho. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, dude, this like this is the thing. Like, I, and honestly, there's a reason why I chose Groucho because. Out of all the Marx Brothers, he's the one that left the biggest fucking mark out of all of them. Do you... Do you I'm going I'm to point this out. Um, do you know uh, the, the whole uh, weird, like, glasses, thick-ass eyebrow combo with the, like, fake mustache and, and all that shit? And the big old nose? Yeah, and the big old nose. You disguise yourself. That, yeah. that is based off of Groucho Marx. He was the one that he's, inspired yeah. that look. Because, basically, his look is... Um, big ol'... He's got, like, a big, like, grease mustache. I, I uh, love that mustache. It, it's a big, thick grease mustache going across his face. That he would oh, put on God. every show. Just... Yeah. <laughs> it, it, but do you know... How and that, his eyebrows, too. Yeah, and his eyebrows. Do you know how that started? Uh, his... It, it was his uncle, wasn't it? He... When, when they were doing their vaudeville shows... Um, this is what they said uh, in his autobiography when they were talking about him. Uh, they basically said that um, he got tired of because every time, every night he would put on a fake uh, a mustache for the show, and he got tired of the adhesive glue. That's right. That shit hurts. And trust me, I know out of personal experience, I hate that. I, shit. I hate spirit glue so much. <sighs> but um, anything on my face is annoying. So, <laughs> let alone glue. Hold. But. He got so sick of it that he's just like, you know what? Fuck it. He grabbed fucking grease and smeared it on his face to make a mustache. And he did. He it, there was a stark contrast between the mustache on his face and the fucking hair on his <laughs> yeah, head. Right. So he was like, shit. Well, this isn't gonna work. Fuck it. My eyebrows. So he did his eyebrows too. He got his. Rather than put prosthetics, he's just like. Yeah, pretty much. It's, pretty much. it's like that fucking kid at the football game with the fucking two like black <laughs> fucking two marks on and your fucking put them on the cheeks and shit. To fucking block the sun, but it, it fucking um yeah it was it was fucking phenomenal like it was it, it was just so random he's just like fuck it I'm done doing this shit so he threw it on and it, it is like seriously like so iconic it ended up becoming a fucking pair of glasses dude like that's fucking that's great like when you can do shit like that that's that's fucking phenomenal it's like the smallest things can have the biggest impact oh yeah which with him wasn't hard at all oh yeah no it, it, he. I personally, out of all the Marx Brothers, he to me personally had like the sharpest fucking wit. Like it, his, to this day, his com yeah, nobody can fucking match that fucking wit. That t comedic timing was just fucking. It was it boom, especially boom, with the boom. he with was the things on. he was doing. Yeah, the, mirror, the infamous mirror scene. Right? Yeah, all oh, that. That's something else too. That's honestly something that he made iconic. That like a lot of people don't know about that whole iconic like. Uh, you look at yourself in the mirror, you're like passing by the mirror, the passing by mirror scene where like you see the mirror and like you start doing weird faces at it. Yeah. And but then like you come back out and, so, and like it's doing something completely different. That's what I, that's why I love about 
the brothers' dynamic is that they work so well off of each other. Oh, yeah. And speaking of the mirror scene, I love Groucho. Groucho is my second favorite. Yeah. My first favorite is Harpo. Uh-huh. The one that doesn't speak. The, yeah, the quiet The one that one. has to do everything through movements. Yeah. And uh, I actually first saw that mirror scene when it was done on the I Love Lucy show. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, who is that? That's really funny. Yeah. And I finally saw it. I finally got under their movies because of that. I was super young when I first saw it. Uh-huh. And so I was like, oh my God, this is great. This is great. I want to do that. Yeah. That's funny. That that mirror scene, it's it's the, the mirror scene off of the movie uh, Duck Soup. It is Duck Soup. Okay, oh, I can't remember. Oh my God. I, I, I have still, there's still moments where I have not laughed that fucking hard. Because it's so fucking funny. Because you, they're just they're going back and forth, and you don't know what they're gonna do next. He, uh, you just I, I I me explaining it doesn't no justice. You have to look it up, and if you look it up, I know there's a um a movie phone where like you can actually just watch the clip itself. Yeah, it's on, easily on found YouTube. on YouTube. It's oh my god, you need to watch it. I I do it no justice. I might put it up for a little bit so you guys can see it, but I'm not gonna put the whole thing. You need to look up... In general, that whole movie, Duck Soup, is considered to be one of the best comedy films of all time. The, it, it's, it's That movie's... It's so funny. The greatest thing about that scene is, not only are they completely together on everything they do, there's a point when they're looking at each other, and they're staring at each other, and they swap sides. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then they swap back again. <laughs> yeah. They're completely oblivious to the whole thing. And it, the whole thing plays on the fact that the uh, Groucho doesn't realize that Harpo's there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's walking around the mirror. <laughs> like, like they, they bow down, one of them drops their hat, he's like, oh, here you go. Yeah, oh, yeah, he yeah. Drops, they, one drops the hat, he, he picks it up for the other one. Oh, here well, you go. Oh, God, God, he, shakes his, he shakes his head like, thanks, and then puts it back. <laughs> That's the thing I loved about old comedies like that. It, and uh, Abbott and Costello did this too. There was, it, they weren't just trying to be funny, but there was a kind of magic to them. Yeah, like they could do magic things. There's a, a scene in Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein, where Abbott picks up a a hose spigot, uh-huh. and he's messing around with it and whatever, and he gets stuck on his thumb, <laughs> and he's trying to get it off. He's trying to get it off. There's nothing he can do, and the straight man. Uh, uh, Abbott comes up, but uh, Costello, <laughs> I can talk today. Costello has a spigot on his hand, and Bud comes by, and he's like, "What are you doing? Get that off! Get that off! Get that off right now!" And he's like, "I can't." And so then they're messing around with it, and they turn the spigot, and, and water, water shoots out. out. Yeah, and it's it's little things like that that are so fucking funny. It, it's basically like taking what you know, taking something very familiar, and just fucking turning it on its head and fucking doing something completely different with it. That's yeah, th- pretty much what it is. There's a scene, I don't remember which movie, where Harpo accidentally destroys a piano. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he pulls a harp out of it. And he uses <laughs> the string from the pianos to play a harp. Yeah. Little oh, things like man. that. That's why I enjoy them, those movies, so much. Yeah, and... Yeah, stuff like uh, Horse Feathers and uh, Duck Soup. Just, like, phenomenal. Like... A day at the races. I, 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 I can't. Um, I can't stress how much, like, how important Groucho's wit is, especially in Duck Soup, because he's he's the main lead in that one. He, uh, front and center. He just like 
it, it it's yeah. joke after joke after joke. Like the first time he meets uh uh the um what is it like like his like secretary or something? I don't remember. Because he's he basically plays a dictator. Yeah, his and... secretary was Chico, wasn't it? No, 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 no. There's like this uh, woman that constantly keeps coming over to him, and like she like it's his wife or something or his girlfriend. I don't remember. I I haven't watched it in a fair bit. But uh, the first time he meets this woman, he like he he fucking he's in a room. He goes down the, what looks like to be a firefighter like uh like pole, and then he comes down, and everybody's like standing there like they're like all in formation and these guys are holding holding their swords out and then uh groucho walks over and he's like hey are we waiting for someone and he's like yeah you and then he puts, <laughs> yeah, and then groucho right. stands right there and he puts his hand up like he's waiting for someone else too and then the first time he sees the lady she walks over to him he pulls out a stack of cards and he's like take a card card what do i do with the card you can keep it i've got 51 left now what were you saying as chairwoman of the reception committee, I welcome you with open arms. Is that so? How late do you stay open? It was hilarious. And then, um, this guy, to me personally, if you want to talk about roasting people... I'm proud to be your son. My boy, you took the words right out of my mouth. I'm ashamed to be your father. Not that I care, but where is your husband? Why, he's dead. I'll bet he's just using that as an excuse. I was with him till the very end. <laughs> no wonder he passed away. I held him in my arms. And kissed him. Oh, I see. Then it was murder. In case I never see you again, which would add ten years to my life. Now, I like education as well as the next fellow. Well, move over and I'll talk to the next fellow. Why, you're one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen, and that's not saying much for you. He's had a change of heart. A lot of good that'll do him. He's still got the same face. This lady is my wife. You should be ashamed. If this lady is your wife, you should be ashamed. She looks as healthy as any woman I've ever met. You don't look as though you ever met a healthy woman. What? Why don't you go home to your wife? I'll tell you what, I'll go home to your wife. And outside of the improvements, you'll never know the difference. And, uh, I'm just trying to get signal. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're good. And, uh, no, I think I know who you're talking about. Uh, what was her name? She was in pretty much every one of their movies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, why can't I remember it? I have no idea. Shh, give me a second, keep talking. No, but yeah, that, that, that was so funny because he, he's, it's like... He's joke after joke after joke. Like he and honestly, dude, that guy will fucking roast anyone. That a couple a couple seconds later, after he gives her the card, she's like, "My my arms are always open for you." And he's like, "Okay, well, you, well, how long are you open for?" You know, like what the fuck? Like, dude, that's fucked up. Yeah, yeah, that was that was Margaret Dumont. Okay, she's she's the bigger woman that appeared in pretty much every one of their films. She's yeah, yeah, yeah. just as funny as they are. Yeah. Uh, if yeah, if not more than Gummo. <laughs> yeah, it's not more than Gummo. Yeah, but um, that's that was. Uh, God, I can word today. You, you, can you English? Daddy? I can English. I can't I Spanish, but I can English. Can't spoke it. Uh, not spoken. But freaking, where was where was I going with this? I don't know. Where were I you lost going? My steam. <laughs> <laughs> the train I don't, has been derailed. The train. Freaking monkeys are driving the train now. Um, <laughs> now I'm monkeying out my circus. Forget Margaret Dumont. I, I remember. Stop clapping, ho. Mar Margaret Dumont. She appeared in every one of their movies, and she was just as funny. I learned a lot from her as well. Yeah. She was the straight woman of the team. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much, except for one scene here and there. But Yeah. But again, going back to that, that uh, style, not style, chemistry that they had. Yeah. Oh, man. Amazing. You can't, you can't. 
Yeah, there's lot, there's not a lot of people that can uh, match up the Marx Brothers and their dynamic. And I mean, I think the fact that they were siblings kind of really helped out a lot. Yeah, did you know, uh, especially since we're talking about that uh-huh. mirror scene, Yeah. if you don't remember Zeppo, yeah. the the straight, quote-unquote, straight man of the group, Yeah. the the brother that was always the the dashing hero, the dashing singer, yeah. he'd, he'd be the straight man for most of the film. He was just as funny as any of them. Yeah. And a lot of people don't know this, but he had everyone, every one of his brother's physicality so down that he could switch. That's, that's, yeah. He would, he would put on the eyebrows, he would put on the mustache and go shoot scenes for Groucho. Yeah. And nobody could distinguish him while they were doing it. Yeah. There's a scene, I don't remember the movie, it's the one where they have to steal a painting and Groucho's running around in the dark. And it's not Groucho, it's Zeppo <laughs> running around in the dark doing this entire scene for yeah. Groucho. Yeah, that, that, that's fucking talent, dude. That's talent. And here's something that's really cool that you probably didn't know either. Um, th- did you know that uh, Groucho's look in general, like, seriously, this is how fucking iconic Groucho in general was as a whole. His character in general, the whole eyebrows and the, like, thick mustache and, like, even down to the cigar... He was the he was part of the inspiration for Gomez Adams, for the Adams family. Was he really? Yeah, I didn't he, know that. Yeah, he was. Think about it. Look at look at the eyebrows. Look at the look at the thick mustache. And even down to the cigar that Groucho always had. That's, you know, that's a good point. I never would have thought about. Yeah, that. no. The, it, it, they they even the the creator himself was kind of like, yeah, that's a lot of where he took his inspiration from was his look in particular. Same thing. All the way down to like a lot of Gomez's wit because Gomez Adams he's a smart he was ass. pretty witty he's a smart ass he's legit a fucking smart ass but uh, I just learned the name of the film which brings me to another point a lot of their earlier stuff had a lot of big songs in them oh yeah yeah because yeah. numbers yeah because they transferred the, sh- the a lot of their movies from, from stage yeah like it, these a lot of these movies were written for the stage and they just brought them over. Yeah. So the the movie was Animal Crackers. Oh, that's that's yeah. that's the one with the painting. Uh-huh. And oh my god, the scene that will be forever ingrained in my mind. Groucho plays an African explorer and he's <laughs> he's quote unquote just come back from Africa. Witty line. Witty line. Witty line. Witty line. One of the most famous lines in movie history. He's strutting around. He's talking about all of his all of his adventures in Africa. And what does he say? One day I shed an elephant in my pajamas. What he was doing in my pajamas, I'll never know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that line so much. Oh, God. That was, yeah. That was that was my first taste of the Gracha wit. Yeah. And then it gets way more better from there because the uh, Margaret Dumont leads this entire uh, party as a congratulations song stem. So they start singing Hooray for Captain Spaulding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like every time he tries to speak, hooray for Captain Spaulding, the African explorer. Groucho's just standing there. As I was saying, hooray for Captain Spaulding, the African <laughs> explorer. And it takes a good seven minutes to end this thing. But I, I love it because that that was his theme song for a long time. Yeah. Speaking of You Bet Your Life, hooray for Captain Spaulding was the theme song yeah, yeah, for yeah. You Bet Your Life. Yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, no, that that's... That was my pick. I, I really, really love Groucho, and I miss comedy like that. That has that kind of sharpness to it, that wit to it, that 
it's just like back and forth like the banter between him and his brothers was just it was crazy like it, it you can't you can't match that you really can't it's really really hard to find something like that you know like if not anymore at all yeah you know you can't find it uh, and, and here's the thing that I noticed that was really funny uh, that like I'm surprised none of us has brought up a lot of our uh, co- comedic actors aren't really like really modern you know like a lot of them are really older yeah you know even Jim Carrey Jim Carrey was like back in the 80s dude like, his his prime was back then he's yeah. still done good work nowadays yeah 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 but he was huge back yeah he was in the 80s and 90s especially the 90s it was that 90s was Jim Carrey for a good portion he'll just occasionally pop up here and there and be yeah like, hey unfortunately I'm stuff I think we're in a um, a dark times for a lot of film. Yeah, oh, I yeah. know. I, I think, but I think we're just about to hit a renaissance. I, I honestly, I, so. I honestly, personally, my personal opinion about um about what you would call it comedy is like I I I have an appreciation for different kinds of comedy. My my go to is always, and it, it always has been, and my favorite to write and to basically like you know, be a part of is I love observational humor. That's mm. just my thing. You know, like I really love it, you know, because it's, it's like, duh, you know, like doy, that should, that shouldn't be happening. We know that, you know, yeah. but, but you, you suspend your disbelief, you know, like you're like, Oh, okay, cool. You know, like it's just, it's throwing caution to the wind. It's like, Hey, look, boom, you know, well, like especially it, if it, the character's like supposed to be a complete moron who doesn't know. Yeah. yeah, who doesn't uh, have any commentary? Exactly. Like th- this fucking character is like like the mirror scene. They they're like yeah. You, you clearly a normal same person would be like no, it's like a person. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not another person, but they, these characters are playing it so straight as if they're thoroughly convinced. Yeah, they're exactly. one another's reflections. Exactly, and like take for example, uh, ho- hopefully you guys are gonna see this soon. Uh, Gus's uh, character for anti dating advice. Oh boy, he's he's like so like proud of himself and he's so goddamn like like confident, but he's such a fucking idiot. Like you like you shouldn't be listening to this guy, but here you are. You know you're listening to him. He's uh, Elmer Fudd. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be very Elmer very quiet. quiet. I'm hunting rabbits. I'm, I'm hunting to teach you how to. I'm hunting babes. <laughs> be very quiet i'm going to teach you how to stay away from (laughs) you know like it's 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 great i love observation but personally what i feel about comedy you know like i feel like there's a lot of actors you know like it it, to an extent you know like i i can take uh dark jokes like i i don't have a problem with it you know like dark humor is not a a thing that i have a problem with but i i i am okay with dark humor when it's done right yeah you know it has to be done it, it has to be done it's right you so know much. i like i get a lot of shit for this and i have a lot of friends that give me shit for this but i am seriously not the biggest fan of louis ck i really don't give a shit about him i don't That's care fair. he's he's not funny to me like whatsoever like i'm just kind of like i don't i don't get it you know? he's uh, he he requires a certain taste. He's an acquired taste. Exactly. And, like, like there's a lot of times where, like, he'll, like, cuss and say really stupid. Like, I, 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 I don't give a shit. I cuss, too. You know, obviously, a lot. You know. I'm Johnny, I'm you cuss? Goddamn fucking sailor. What? You know? But, yeah. Johnny, yeah, I, no. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry, son. I'm sorry. I'm, I, I hate to burst your bubble. Papa, but. no. <laughs> he cussed like but, a pinche. I, yeah. I, what the fuck? I cuss like a pinche. I cuss like a fuck. <laughs> I cuss like a fuck, but um, 
I, I, I can, I can tolerate it to an extent, but I feel like there comes a point in time where, like, okay, we get it. Give me something else. You know, that's kind just of, curse all the time. That's kind of what, like, kind of just drew me away from South Park. Like, I used to love South Park when I was younger, but, like, I just can't watch South Park anymore. It's not funny. You know, yeah. like, it's just mean-spirited for the sake of being mean-spirited, and it's like, okay, cool, whatever. You know, same thing with Family Guy. Family Guy lost its fucking... Family Guy is one of the biggest fucking things that, like, completely lost their way as far as comedy goes. Like, it's just... It's just yeah. being mean-spirited for the sake of being mean-spirited. Yeah, both of those shows, I used to there's watch no, them back in the day. There's no substance. But they they lost their wit. Yeah, they're not... They're just... I feel like there there's a difference between... You Don't know, have their occasions, being, but they're still... Overall, they're just like... Yeah. I, 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 I like when, you know, things are funny and dark because, you know, it makes sense in the context of the story of what's going on. Yeah, but... But there are sometimes, like... When people like this is what I see a lot more often now. There are a lot of people that just do it just to piss other people off or to push buttons or just for the sake of being dark. A lot of the things that I've seen nowadays, it's we're doing this just because we can. Look oh. at look at it's in your face. It's like, look how dark this is. Look how edgy we're being. Like quote unquote adult cartoons. Yeah, like they they. They rely too much on the shock factor than any actual intelligent jokes or humor. It's yeah, a lot of ironic it... because they call it adult cartoons. Yeah, and there's nothing but poopy jokes for fucking adults. Yeah, and a lot much. of it's just basically laugh now. This is yeah. where you laugh. Yeah, laugh. like cue the cue shocking. The, cue the fucking. We killed the, the baby. The Are you laughing now? That was a joke. It's dark. Laugh. Yeah, person, and and that's why like shit like Louis C.K. I can't I can't get behind it, you know, because I'm kind of like, okay, that got it. All right, cool. Where's the funny part? You know, like, you know, I just seriously, dude, come on. There's more to that. There's more to the substance. Personally, I I as far as comedy goes, there's only a few people that I'm really into as far as like newer comedy. Uh, someone that's really fucking great is uh Donald Glover. Chavez Gambi- Donald that Glover guy's is pretty funny. Hilarious. Um, also, uh, Joe Coy. Joe Coy. Joe Coy. Oh so my I saw god, his, dude! I saw his special recently on Netflix. This I found Seattle it on one? Netflix. Yeah, so uh, funny. He was talking about his his son and how he has to discipline him, but he's also like really childish inside, so it's really hard. See, yeah, because he's like, what was it? No, I was just gonna say this is exactly what I was talking about. A lot of our movies have lost, and television shows have yeah. lost their comedic, like good comedy. Yeah, good comedy has kind of moved this generation to yeah. stand up. Yeah, you got to rely on stand up. Yeah, because a lot of the stand up jokes, apparently, they don't want to use some of that kind of humor on uh, in movies. No, not it's not even that. It's Sometimes. it's just that the fact yeah. that I've I watch I watch a lot of TV. Yeah, I watch a lot of movies. Yeah, and I, I get a I get a good, huh. yeah. Once in a while, a little once chuckle. in a while, but yeah. I I will constantly listen to stand up comedy. Oh yeah, and, and that's the thing too. Like, I, I love I as far as stand up comedy, I love observational fucking humor. You know, like when you observe something and you're like, fuck, dude, like, you know, like oh, no. uh, someone that was really good at that to me personally, and it was more of a personal thing because I mean I'm Hispanic as fuck, you know. Uh, George Lopez was really fucking good at, at like observing his family and yeah. like just pinpointing all the little shitty things that we do, you know, like as Hispanic people, you know, 
And uh, and that's fucking it's it's hilarious because I'm like, yep, that's fucking true. Yeah. You know? And it just it sucks because we don't have that kind of shit anymore. You know, it's not there. You know, I I and it sucks because I like I said, name one good slapstick movie that has come out recently. Name one good name one good comedy movie that you watched this year. You know, this year, this year in general. If anything, it'd have to be some small independent movie I've seen. Yeah. And I can't even name it right now. I can't even name one thing I can think of right now. Yeah. I, I, I honestly, I don't even think I have gone to uh, go watch like a comedy movie. I, Guardians of the Galaxy is kind of like action comedy. It, you know? it's, but it's I'm talking, I'm talking straight, straight comedy. comedy all the way through. Yeah, we, we haven't had a good like... What about um, that one with Russell Crowe and uh, Ryan Gosling. Oh, that one's a, a mystery comedy film, but it, oh, you're talking about comedy comedy, co- straight through. I like, uh, yeah, oh, no, you're hard, dude. You, you're if right. it's just straight up comedy comedy and doesn't rely on other gimmicks, and it's just the gimmick of a comedy film, it's really hard. Like, yeah, finding like, something really cheesy. What was that like, one with George Clooney? Caesars. Oh, Hail Caesar. Hail Caesar. Yeah, that's probably the last good comedy I can think of. Oh, what, uh, what about what, um, uh, one, with one the, that that I can think of is uh, Grand Budapest Hotel. I, that's I, good, but I think that's in a different genre. I like one that's straight comedy all the way through that I actually genuinely like because there's a lot of good moments in there and it shows that women can be funny too. Is Bridesmaid? I actually really like. You that liked one. Bridesmaid? I liked it. There were a lot of good moments where, like, I mean, not all of it's fucking like squeaky golden. clean, yeah. golden, you know. But there are a lot of moments that, like, yeah, no, they they were pretty funny. I I li- I fucking love John Hamm in that fucking movie. He's a oh yeah, he was in that asshole and it's. But it's hilarious when he's when they're the sex scene when they're having the sex scene and he, he's getting all cross-eyed. That shit made me laugh so goddamn hard. Like it it, it has its moments. Bridesmaids has its moments, you know. But like as far as like hilarious drop drop me on my fucking my my back rolling on the floor. It's hard. It, it, it's hard to Link. think. Yeah. I, any movie that literally makes you ruffle, literally makes you laugh. Like I can think of a. A dozen, a dozen off of off of one hand that take place before the nineties. Yeah, a lot of them that are before there the nineties. Category yeah. of movies that literally make you lamau. There, there's one that uh, one that I can think of that genuinely like personally I love it. It's one of my favorite fucking comedies of all time because of like again observational humor. This shit is real as fuck, and I like completely like I'm like bro, I was there. I, a lot of the shit that's going on in there I've fucking seen before. You know, like there's a lot of moments in there. Uh, super bad. I fucking really? love Super Bad so goddamn much. It, it's so great. I think it got a little too overplayed for me. I I, I complete. I get. I I feel like a lot of people give that movie a little too much credit, but it. I I still love it. I still think it's fucking funny. It's it's genuinely good. Yeah, that's true. The, yeah, you're allowed one bad movie. And, but like, and, and like, here's the thing though, like. It, it, that's what I'm talking about. The vulgarity, you know, like super bad. It's so goddamn vulgar. Yeah. You know, but it's it was it played it, it played in its vulgarity really good because oh hey you know it, it, which is right there yeah, <laughs> it, it it um it makes sense you know it makes sense because they're high schoolers you know they think like high schoolers when we're in high school we were all fucking raunchy ass vulgar motherfuckers you that's know? true who's that. Like who, were, who we were trying to be manly, but and then ended up failing severely. And then the, completely exactly, 
and then the whole like trying to get laid thing like it it's it's that boy boyish like mentality that you had when you were younger you know like, they, like it's really, really shitty it's really shitty yeah. they like very young 20s though pretending to be teenagers yeah yeah that's fucking hilarious. The, yeah, I, I see. Mean, what, it helped I, that they look like teenagers. So I see where you're coming from, but uh, like, there's also movies that I can think of right now that I personally like, but I know they're bad movies. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, freaking Sausage Party. Oh, I no. I've, I've never oh, watched god. it. Oh god, I wanted to, but I never watched it. Dude, just prepare a barf bag. Like I. <laughs> I'm, I got it was pretty, gross, um, dude, but it was fucking hilarious. I got pretty eclectic tastes. <laughs> eclectic tastes, yeah, that's... <laughs> I, but I, 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 like, it's stupid. I enjoyed it. It's not a good movie in no, any not sense. not by any stretch, but it, the, the comedy involving just inanimate objects like food. Just and apparently other objects, thing. too, besides food, uh, is just... Oh my, it's so raunchy and wrong. <laughs> like, it's, that's why it's so funny, because it's like, this is so wrong in I, so many levels i honestly just hope that the film that seth, the th- that seth rogan and james franco the room one uh, the one with the, the one about the room oh, i'm looking forward to that one i hope that one's funny because the first trailer had me in stitches that Dude, shit i i after I, watching the room like when you and when you've seen the room and you're trying to watch this movie yeah you know what it's gonna make come to think of it a lot of seth rogan and franco yeah. movies are Pretty well done. Yeah, it's it's Rogan and Apatow. Is it Apatow? Yeah, Apatow. Apatow was the one that made Bridemaids. Really? Yeah, it's an Apatow movie. And, um, yeah, shit like 40-Year-Old Virgin's fucking great. I like... I love 40-Year-Old oh, Virgin. I can relate to that. Pine- I like Pineapple Express. That one's acquired. I know it is. Yeah. Um, that's definitely a stoner flick. Yeah. Um, super bad. Super bad. Fucking great. Um... I even like the interview. I really like the interview. It's so stupid. It was, it was it's stupid. So goddamn stupid. It was made funnier. It was made funnier after uh, North Korea tried to censor it. That whole yeah, that whole thing. <laughs> that yeah, whole let's not talk about I, North dude, Korea. Dude, right I've, I've actually never heard of a movie saying "fuck it" to theaters and just sending it straight to DVD. Yeah, That's I've first time I've that actually before. seen that. Before. Yeah, because I mean, they were de- they had to they had no choice and they really wanted to. Well, there's, been a movie. Lot, there's been a lot of controversial I've movies. Never, I've never, no, I know that, but I've like, never actually seen a movie go like, we're going to, we're not playing in theaters. Wait, we have to cancel it. You know what? Fuck it. We'll just give it on DVD early instead of uh, having to go through the theater, then DVD process. Well, yeah. That's straight up the very first time I've ever but seen that. There's been things like that, but yeah. because of technology, not like like that. No, like, I know, yeah. but distributing and selling legally... Yeah, like, like the dictator kind of did that. Yeah, yeah. The dictator, but Charlie, Charlie Chaplin. It, 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 oh, if, okay. if if um, if anything, I honestly like give credit. It's not even my my, my honorable yeah my honorable mention. Um, I'm gonna go to my honorable mention, and then after that, uh, I'm gonna, well, I'm gonna say this first, and then I'll go to my honorable mention, and then we're we're good. Uh, but I honestly give a lot of credit to. Uh, Jed Apatow's fucking group and Seth Rogen's group. Uh, Danny McBride, fucking hilarious. Danny McBride is pretty funny. He's funny as hell. Isn't he in that new Alien movie? Yeah. Uh, Danny McBride. Uh, James Franco. A lot of the times, there's a lot of 
Jane Franco moments where he's fucking hilarious. He should stick to just strictly being a comedian. And then uh, Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. (laughs) Seth Rogen made me... Yeah, thanks. What's up, Seth Rogen? Seth Rogen, uh, I don't think there's been a movie of his that I haven't enjoyed. I, I even enjoyed uh, The Green Hornet. I know it's bad. I know oh, a lot of people okay. have a lot of shit, was, but I, I really love that movie. I liked it a lot. It was corny. It was stupid. It, like, how long was I out? Three days. <laughs> I really liked that movie. It had that stupid classic cheese well, wasn't that, like, that he, I liked. He got, he got sprayed by something and knocked him out for a good three days or something. Yeah, so pretty much. It's like, how long was I out? About three days. And then he had, like, <laughs> specific hours. And I, love, and I love how... I love how fucking he's Gus... He's nonchalantly like... Yeah. I love how Gus is like saying Seth Rogen's lines and he starts doing his Seth Rogen voice while he's doing it. <laughs> where's, where's my James Franco? I, I, need, a, I need to find him, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. It, <laughs> that was like Pee Wee Herman, Johnny. <laughs> um, but, hey. Hey, Peter. Talk it <laughs> um, But... <laughs> Where's my egg beater? Uh, but yeah, it, it, I give I give a lot of credit to that group. Uh, Jonah Hill too. I I I I'm not the biggest Michael Cera fan. I'm just gonna R- throw that out. R. I. P. R. I. P. He's hit and miss. Huh? Hit and miss. Michael Cera? Yeah. yeah. I I. He's the type of dude that only gets laid because I, he's famous. I like I like uh um Jonah Hill. I like Jonah Hill. He's Michael, a little hit and miss for me, too. Are you still like him when he, after he lost all dude, that weight? Dude, he you've was fucking hilarious regardless. Dude, you've seen his current day without his weight? He's, he's phenomenal. I, I, he I, looks like a hunk. I, I love, I love Jonah Hill. I'm looking Hill forward in... to seeing him acting like actually skinny and try to see where Hollywood's going to try to like put him in certain movies now that he's not the fat, like, funny guy or whatever. Yeah. It's gonna I, be really interesting. I, I I love Jonah Hill and fucking uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Mm. Steve Madden. I was like, bro, I can't, I can't with Jonah Hill. But I give those credits. But my honorable mention, I I this is something I have to absolutely put on here, because he, this actor is basically my reason as to why I decided to start doing acting. He's one of the biggest reasons, right next to and as random as this fucking sounds, because these are two completely different actors. They're both comedians in their own right, but they're two completely different actors as a whole. And I know a lot of people don't like it. I know a lot of people don't like him personally. I love him, you know. But um, my honorable mention is Kevin is, Hart. Is, no, <laughs> no, no. I I like Kevin Hart to an extent when it comes to certain things. Certain things are really hit and miss with Kevin Hart. He almost really hit and miss with Kevin Hart. Oh, we're talking about the. Um, you oh, guys sorry, should have seen his face right him. now. Oh my god, no um, No, my honorable mention is uh, Gene Wilder For fucking sure He is like he, he Right next to Will Smith He is the biggest reason why I decided to start pursuing acting Speaking of because, amazing duos uh, who? Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder Oh yeah even though they, there were a lot of moments where they fucking hated each other. What do you mean moments? Richard Pryor is notorious for this. Richard Pryor was high off his ass. The yeah. entire, Richard Pryor was, probably, was like... He probably pissed off Gene Wilder by doing something really stupid while he was high. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cocaine. Yeah. Um, 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 stir crazy. Stir crazy. Stir, still to this day, like if you watch Gene Wilder uh, interviews, he talks about how he fucking hated working with him in that movie. Because Richard Pryor was just a fucking asshole the whole way through. Okay. I love watching Richard Pryor's uh, interviews for those movies. 
Yeah. Because he's always, hey guys, like, like, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Yeah. This is my buddy. Random cowboy shows up. Yeah. I'm not even kidding. That is that actually has happened. <laughs> Isn't there um, is there an interview where he like almost sexually harasses the the interviewer? He the does. Male he interviewer? did that so many times. Dude, Richard Pryor is something else. He is something else. But was back or is is he? Yeah, he was something else. Was oh, he's gone now. Yeah, dude. What a surprise! By absolutely no one. Um, but <laughs> he was like the G.G. Allen of fucking comedy. <laughs> Self-destructive asshole. Yeah. Now, oh, yeah. Speaking about tortured com- comedians. Yeah, Richard Pryor, definitely. Oh, but he definitely showed it. He was Gene, one of those few that like were just blinging Gene, in your face. Gene Wilder was one of my biggest because I honestly, like, he, and this is the funny part. Like, when they asked him, they're like, Gene, why are you so fucking funny? He's like, I'm not, though. You know, because oh, it's one of those. But I'm not a rapper, kind of. He, yeah, pretty much. He was, he was like, he was very genuine. He was like, I'm just doing me, dude. That's yeah. all I'm doing. Which is being yourself. It's what made him so popular. It's what made him a good actor. Oh yeah, yeah a, per, a person's personality definitely uh, fits. It's definitely one of the factors into comedy. Yeah, and and he, the thing about Wilder that he would constantly talk about that I completely agree with that I absolutely love about Wilder is he like he was he, he he basically believed in pretty much just throwing in every piece of you 110 percent push yourself to the limit every single day all you can that was that was gene wilder you know till till like the end and he was so selective of his projects because he wanted to give his all to every single project. He wanted to be in it and he wanted you know? to make sure it, the project was worth it exactly you know, and he he's he was very very genuine. He was a really really really, like watch his interviews, dude. He's a really really calm, really like sweet guy. Like he's just so calm, you know. And like he he just he knew how to say he had to string his words together, you know. And he knew how to deliver them, which is what made him so funny. Mm-hmm. He just he had the timing so perfectly. I I still till this day my two favorite Gene Wilder moments are in. Uh, the Willy Wonka on the Chocolate Factory and um, Blazing Saddles. I was just thinking Blazing it. Fucking Saddles is my shit. Which, okay, it's just gone. I, I love, still till this day, one of my favorite, my intro, the, the first introduction to Gene Wilder in that movie. He's the Waco kid in the, <laughs> in the, in the cell. He's, he's, he got arrested, so he's in the cell and he's hanging, he's hanging upside down from his bunk. And he's like, are we awake? We are not sure. Are we black? Yes, we are. Then we're awake. But we're very puzzled. I love that because he's just, it's just, it's great timing. He, he, it's just, it's so like random. He, he. He was one of the people that just had raw talent. Yeah. Coming out of his butthole. <laughs> <laughs> the the <laughs> sun would shine out of his ass. Uh, speaking of Blazing Saddles, the thing that makes me laugh every time I see it is when he's talking with the sheriff. And he's yeah. like, I used to be the Waco kid. He's like, you know, you, you drunk. Oh, yeah. And he's like, you see this? 
and he holds out his hand <laughs> and he's like straight as an arrow he's like yeah but I shoot with this hand and he brings up his <laughs> other hand and it, shaking. it's shaking <laughs> <laughs> it's not just shaking it's like yeah, moving back and forth like yeah, crazy he's, yeah he's all spastic oh my god yeah I just and if you haven't seen that this is another one of my honorable mentions uh Brooks Mel Brooks Mel Brooks I was, that's what oh, I, that's what God. I was just about to start speaking Mel Brooks of. is one of my favorite, he, he was a comedic actor as well, but he was also, uh, his timing, every time he's in a movie, in one of his movies, a lot of his characters steal the show. Uh, the mayor in, uh, Blazing Saddles, Lepidamain, oh my God, work, 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 how you doing boys, work, work, oh my God. Freaking space balls. Oh Spaceballs. Use the Schwartz. Oh my god. We got Spaceballs the television. Is he, is he the guy um, who was in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? No, no that's that's Rick Moranis. Guy? Yeah, Rick Moranis. Yeah, he, which, took a, he took a small hiatus, which turned into a huge hiatus. No, and he basically retired. No, he, <laughs> le- he left because of his wife. Yeah, he left because of his wife, yeah. His, well, his, no, I mean, according to the interview, he, he decided to take a small break. Which yeah, because his wife died. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's someone else too. That sadly his career was cut too short. I love I, Rick Moranis is great. Rick he, Moranis holds a special place. He in my he, he has that it face too. He's very like he's willing to contort his face to whatever direction you want him and to. And he was to, he was another one of those genuine actors. Yeah yeah yeah. Oh yeah. Because you saw him in. Um... I love him in Ghostbusters. I, he that's one of my. Favorite moments in Ghostbusters. We, I love them. We're not gonna talk about the original Ghostbusters because I would talk about it for. Oh hours yeah, me on too. End. Me we'll be too. On here a lot longer than we'll, we'll be here for a good talk, six hours. Talk, and talk about good fucking chemistry. I think that's what made Ghostbusters as awesome as it was. Is that Kip, Bill Murray, fucking um, Dan Aykroyd, um, freaking Harold Ramis, Ramis, Harold Ramis, and Rick Moranis. Oh, it just. Oh yes, thank you. I, I, I love that. I. Ghostbusters is still one of my favorite movies of all time. Like, are you the key master? <laughs> I, I am. I am Gortho. Are you the key master? I am the gatekeeper. Yeah. I fucking oh. <laughs> right. Oh god. We can't talk about Ghostbusters yeah, or else gonna, I would... We we should make our own particular podcast for just for that just Ghostbusters. But uh, yeah. Hey, who brought the dog? <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah. No. Uh. Comedic actors, man. You gotta you gotta have the chops to do comedy. You gotta. You gotta give it all, man. It takes a lot of work, a yeah. lot of work, a lot of Le- crippling depression, less a talent than you think. <laughs> less talent than you think. Comedy is all hard work. Yeah. So, and we're 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 pretty much trying to take our own treads to it. So, wish us luck, cause you know we're all funny in our own ways. Uh, Gus is stoic as shit. Very very self deprecating. I'm funny by no choice, just by living. <laughs> just just breathing is a joke just for him. Gus. <laughs> <laughs> and David, David just fucking he's just random as fuck. Yeah. And, and uh, Johnny's funny looking, so he's got yeah. that going on. <laughs> you're an asshole. I'm I'm a lot more vulgar. Yeah, very, Gus, very, you're an asshole. I'm I'm very loud. I'm in your face. Can I'm you very like a slapstick is my thing, and observational humor is my thing. So physicality physicality yeah i lo- i fucking i, I love will physicality. i will throw myself into something and i will <gasps> fucking eat shit what oh i i got to start until after this after we're done oh man you can edit this part out by the way oh yeah but uh from us to you thank you guys for listening we appreciate the views we appreciate what you guys are doing to our friends that are sharing thank you guys so much we do yeah 
We oh. thank him so much. We sure. have to. All right. Share, Sh- shut up. Share it to your heart. Hey, hey, sh- shut up. We have to fucking tell that. We have to tell him that, okay? We have to we say do. it. We do? Yeah, we do. Fuck. Um, appreciate you guys. <laughs> yeah. Thank you guys so much. Uh, we appreciate you guys. No, for all, honestly, thank you so much. No, seriously, all the love. Um, Send money to... Help this this soldiers. They're 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 holding me captive. Johnny beats me day and night, (laughs) and then I beat Gus in return. (laughs) (laughs) Gus in return. All right, but yeah, from us to you, thank you guys so much, and we will talk to you guys later. Bye bye.